Hello, and welcome to the Subject to Improvement podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about the messy business of trying to better ourselves, whether that's in a professional sense or in a personal sense, and often the two are combined, so you can't really separate them. My name is Susanna Margison. I'm your host, and thank you for hanging out with me. I'm really, really glad you're here. So today I want to tell you a story about how I accidentally confirmed a theory a year after a journalist questioned me on the theory. And I'll just dive into the story. But the best part is, is that I'm in telling you this story, I am going to give you the number one question, one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself when you're in conflict and when you're trying to resolve a conflict or at least contain the damage of the conflict. So that question is going to be in this story. And I'm going to go ahead and get started right now. So About a year ago, I was being interviewed for a a radio show here in Canada, and I was talking about how to deal with difficult people. And usually, difficult people seem to bring conflict with them. Now, conflict can wear lots of different costumes, as I'm sure, like you're going to hear this and think, yeah, of course. But conflict can be people yelling at each other, of course. They can be people physically fighting. It can really sort of manifest with a full-on very observable um, behavior of yelling, fighting, um, feuding, that type of thing. But conflict can also be a little more sneaky. It can be a bit more covert. So things like workplace bullying, those behaviors are often more covert. So those are more like relational aggression where people try to deliberately undermine other people or deliberately uh, hurt their social standing in a group or exclude them. That is a form of conflict. Gossip can be a form of conflict. Ghosting can be a form of conflict. So usually it's um, it's an interaction. Conflict is an interaction between two people and there's a perceived disagreement, which then results in at least one of the people having a negative emotional experience. That's usually the definition of conflict that I like to, to work with. So bearing in mind, this question that I'm going to share with you in a minute can help in all of those scenarios. So I was getting interviewed about this last year. And the journalist said, what is one of the most important things you tell people when they are trying not to make a conflict worse and ideally trying to resolve it? And I said, the main question I get my clients to ask themselves is, how would I behave in an ideal way in this situation? Put another way, what would ideal me do in this situation? Put another way, If I was watching this on TV, like if I was a TV character, if I was in reality, if I was on a reality TV show, um, confession, I love reality TV. It's my guilty pleasure. So if I was watching myself on like a Real Housewives or something like that, how could I behave in a way that would make viewers root for me or make me as as a somewhat, um, you know, judgy viewer? Like that's the one time I allow myself to be a little bit judgmental. What would make me like me in this situation? What would make me root for me? What would make me want the Susanna on screen to get the best possible outcome? How would I need to behave to make that happen? Such an important question. And it can really apply across all areas of your life. Now, when I said that to the journalist, she pushed back and said, really? Does that actually work in the throes of a conflict? And at the time, I only had a very short period of time to talk to her. So I didn't want to, I couldn't bring an example to mind that quickly. But I said, yes, of course, absolutely. And sort of parked it, carried on. I believed it. And then recently, I inadvertently proved it to myself. So fast forward about a year. 
And about a month ago, I got into a conflict with somebody and this conflict arose because the dude rear-ended my car. I was livid. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I was livid. I was fine. I did have Orla in the car with me. She was fine. But it was hugely, hugely, hugely inconvenient. And amongst other things, like not only was I pissed because he potentially put my dog in danger and, you know, love my dog, don't want anyone putting her in danger, but also he ruined my day. Like, and I had a great day planned. I was going to go and hang out with a super great friend and she and I never get to see each other. So we'd plan this months or certainly weeks, and I think at least a month in advance. But regardless, I'd been looking forward to this day ever since we planned it. Like it was like just a highlight on my calendar. And as soon as I got hit, I had this sinking feeling that I wasn't going to get to see my friend that day. So I was really disappointed on top of angry and um, irritated that this was going to now be a whole whack of admin that I was going to have to handle and through no fault of my own like through no faults, legally and morally, through no fault of my own. So I was mad. And confession, I'm a Leo. I can get a little spicy. That's one of the reasons why I enjoyed practicing law. Like I don't mind, I don't mind a fight. I'm more than happy to show up to an argument if I'm invited to it and if I think it's appropriate. And I do get angry. And I got angry. Like livid would be the word that I would think of. And so I got out of the car and I'm not proud to tell you guys this, but I was ready. Like I was ready for a fight. I was ready to let the guy have it. And as soon as he got, like as soon as I started interacting with him, it became very, very clear that ideal Susanna would not tear a strip off this guy. And I actually had the thought in my mind, like ideal Susanna, ideal Susanna. And ideal Susanna in that in that situation immediately, because the the guy got out of the car, he looked really young. It I got the distinct impression it was his first ever car accident. He was so apologetic. Um, you know, I said, listen, I, I'm fine, my dog's okay, but I'm gonna keep on going back to check on her because she's in the car and this busy traffic, it's a hot day. And he immediately said, Is your dog okay? Which was definitely the right question to ask me to get, you know, bonus points in my books. And so I realized it wasn't going to be a great, a great move to yell at the guy. I needed him to cooperate. I needed him to, um, you know, help me with exchanging information. I, I needed him to not drive off from the scene. And so I, the best way to accomplish that was going to be to be nice, but also on a human standpoint, uh, it's very jarring. Like I've never had, um, an at fault car accident like that. And, um, and it, but it can be very, like, I know because I've defended lots of people who have, I know how jarring it can be. I know that it can stick with you. It was right before a long weekend. And so on a human level, I didn't really want this guy to be worrying more than necessary. So it felt like the right thing to do to be kind to him and to sort of walk him through this process, but also to put his mind at ease. That being said, uh, the situation was tense. We were in traffic. I was trying to get pictures. I was trying to wave cars around us so we could get the pictures of the cars in their accident position, and then we could move the cars off the road. There were construction workers who were starting to, to yell at us. I'm not really sure what they were saying, but it was clear they were yelling at us. Um, and it just it was a very, very tense situation. So while I was successful at being kind to the to the guy who hit me and was getting along well with him, I was tense. Like I was really, you know, things were boiling over. So when a woman came along with her SUV and pulled up next to us and started giving us shit for having our cars in the road for the 30 seconds after the accident it took for us to take pictures, I lost it. And 
I did something that is not a relationship generating move in these circumstances, by the way. I, and I am ashamed of this, but I'm going to tell you anyway, I pulled out the L card. I literally turned around and said something like, I, I'm a lawyer. I've been doing this for a long time. I used to do exactly this area of law. I've got it, right? Like I just totally like shut it down. And then she carried on moving and, and you know, we cleared the scene and did whatever we needed to do on our own time and, and in a timely fashion. But even though my question, my like ideal Susanna, ideal Susanna, ideal Susanna totally helped me not yell at the guy who hit me, I wasn't really thrilled with how I handled that woman. Like I wished... I was a little bit embarrassed actually at pulling out the L card because when you're in a, you know, a tense situation and when you don't need to tell somebody you're a lawyer, telling them you're a lawyer can often aggravate the situation. And I knew that. And I also sort of thought that was a bit, you know, can I speak to the manager-ish? And that's not the kind of person I am. So the thing that left me with lingering discomfort wasn't the way I handled the, the dude. It wasn't the fact I felt angry. It was actually... The fact that I had pulled the L card, which is just something that I I don't love to do. Anyway, that being said, the situation did resolve a lot faster, a lot easier, and I felt a lot better. Like, yes, it ruined my day because I didn't get to see my friend, but I didn't have the added insult to injury of having had a fight with the dude on the street, which definitely, definitely would have made things worse. So that is my way that I accidentally confirmed the theory that I had read in books and the theory that I was telling clients and clients were telling me was was starting to work for them. I can now tell you uh, that it absolutely does work, but it takes some practice. And also, no one's ever going to be perfect at it, right? And when we're in stressful situations, none of us are our best selves. We usually sort of go down to like a bare minimum and we focus on the task at hand, but that doesn't always mean that our communication is going to happen uh, with a bouquet of flowers. So giving ourselves some grace can be really, really important. Now to build on that question, there's a couple of other things that can be really helpful to think about. And when my clients come to me, when they're looking for help with managing conflict, when they're trying to be better communicators and they're trying to be better leaders. I have a lot of clients who are quite um, visible, like they're they're online business owners or maybe they're pretty high up in their in their organizations and so people know who they are. And so when they're trying to manage conflict, they have to do it very carefully because they're a magnet for gossip. They, they have sort of like a spotlight on them and people are just looking for them to make a misstep. And so typically speaking, we have to think of their reputations because it's crucial for their career success. And also even just for their personal lives, it's a lot easier for them to be happy in their personal lives when they're not worried about their reputations. So all that being said, when people come to me to say, how do I manage these sticky interpersonal situations? I ask them about the ideal them, but I also feed that into what the ideal outcome is for the situation. So we'll often think about, okay, what, what are we trying to achieve here? What, um, what risks are there? Like, what are we trying to avoid? What other factors do we need to consider? And then we're, we're also looking at, okay, what's the ideal, not only the ideal outcome, but what's going to be the ideal experience as we go through this? So when we, that's that, I should say not when we, but that allows us to come up with a strategy for them that's going to work for them, but also is going to protect not only their business interests, but their relationships and also their mindset, because this stuff can totally take a toll. So anyway, 
I'm going to leave it there for now. That key question again is what would ideal me do? And that should feed into and be uh, conducive with, it should really align well with what your ideal outcome is for the situation. So I hope that's helpful. If you want more tips on this stuff, you can follow me on social media. I am currently on TikTok, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I would absolutely love to connect with you there. You can also shoot us a message. When I say us, I mean my team because we all kind of check in on everybody uh, together. But you can also shoot us a message on any of those social media platforms with a podcast idea. If there's a question you want me to answer or something you want me to weigh in on, I'm more than happy to do that. And you can reach out to us using our social media. I hope you have a great day. Until next time, this is Subject to Improvement because, of course, we all are subject to improvement. I'm Susanna Margeson.